Hello, good evening, and welcome to Alt Gaming Community Podcast number 2020. No one stopped us yet, we're still going. It is November the 15th, 2019. I am joined by some wonderful members of our community and my co-host, Hat from NT Clan. Good evening, Hat. Hello. I've got Ian. Hello, Ian. Hello there. Also from NT and Nightfire, the legendary Nightfire. Why on earth did you want me back here? (laughs) (laughs) We missed your dulcet tones. Uh, Yes, indeed. And um, we've got a jam-packed 45-minute show. Look at that. I'm time-stamping it already, uh, rather than the hour-and-a-half marathon that we had last time. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. That was totally 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, on tonight's podcast, you can expect to find Pokemon Sword and Shield... Star Wars, Fallen Order, Overwatch 2, and just generally what we've been playing and getting up to on this uh, wintry November post-Halloween podcast. Uh, Starting out, I'm going to go around the table, see what's what. So uh, let's start with Nightfire, because you're not here as often. What have you been doing, Nightfire? Oh, you know, this and that. Been playing a bit of Luigi's Mansion 3, actually. (laughs) Oh, keen to hear about that one. Yeah, I've actually been really enjoying it. I would probably go as far as to say it's the Luigi's Mansion that I wanted. It's, I definitely think it's better than the first game, which I think a lot of people have been uh, mm. wondering. Well, having uh, never played any of the others, it's I've got <laughs> it on my wish list as something to I, buy and play. I would strongly recommend it. It's, it's, one of, it's definitely one of the nicer-looking Switch games. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I've, I've definitely been having my good time with it, and I would strongly recommend it for all us Switch owners. Uh, what's it done that's good or bad or different? Uh, it's mostly just for, uh, building up upon... It's going to sound weird, because uh, it, it's more of a sequel to the second game as opposed to the first game. Okay. Uh, basically, it's dropped the arcade mission-style format that the second game had and sort of went back to its quote-unquote roots that the first game had, where instead of having multiple mansions, you're now in a hotel with varying different themed floors that you have to, to okay. battle your through in order to save varying people like your brother and the Zelda. Is this still, is Zelda still a platform? <laughs> is this still described as a platformer? No, no. In fact, there's no... Well, there is a jump, but there isn't. Like, you can bounce up in the air, but you can't use it to, like, platform, if you see what I mean. Like, yeah, okay. You, you use it to dodge incoming attacks. Is it side-scrolling? Uh, it's... It's one of the only games I know that's like done from a dollhouse perspective, if that makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, it's like a a camera angle, as if you're looking at it from a dollhouse, basically. Uh, Yeah, that's that's sort of like the the camera perspective that they've gone with. You can't actually move the camera at all, but that doesn't mean to say that the camera is ever an issue. In fact, it's never a problem. They've they've done a really good job with it. I think my favourite platform game is World of Illusion, which, which was a Mickey Mouse game on the Mega Drive. Oh, oh you mean Mouse yeah. Uh, way, back, way back when on the, the Cigar. Yeah, on the yeah. Cigar. Mickey's World of... That was a fantastic game. I really loved that. If it's anything like that, then yeah, I'd be keen to play it. Well, not, not quite. Like I said, oh, no. it's, it's not actually a, a platformer per se. It's more it's like fine. a puzzle game. Just get my coat. That's okay. Um, <laughs> back to the pub. <laughs> All right, then. Oh, you really twisted my arm. Uh, uh, so that's cool. Anything else, or just just that? 
I mean, what, what else do you want to know? I, I, could, I could spend the whole fucking podcast talking about this game if you really want me to. <laughs> no, okay, Ian. Uh, Hello. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, I've been uh, like trying out new games that I've not played before and picking up old ones I've not played for a while. Um, so, uh, obviously, for example? That, the, so, yeah, go, going into it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so obviously in the in the previous humble bundle there was Spyro and Crash, oh. yeah, new remade trilogies that came out. So I've installed both of those, and I'm reliving really a bit of nostalgia by playing Crash. I played a couple of hours of Crash today, and just um, remember, like, try to work out how the hell I completed that game as a kid because I'm awful at it, like really bad, mistiming jumps, falling down holes, getting killed by fire, shit like that. Really good fun though, eventually when you get to the end. Um, so it's nice reliving that. One. <laughs> of level one, yeah, the first <laughs> island here. Probably right. lost about thirty lives in total just trying to get to this this Ripperoo, whatever he's called, the kangaroo rabbit boss. <laughs> um, and he's kicked the shit out of me three times, so that was that was fun. Um, picked up pillars pillars of eternity as well. That was I think that was on a previous humble. Um, that was on something that was really really. So I've been, I've enjoyed the couple of hours I've played that today. It's quite um, quite an in depth. RPG thing. It's got lots of lots of stats, lots to do. Really confused by what to build my character as, so I've just sort of randomed it. So that's that seems to be fun. Um, I also downloaded Islanders today, which appears to be like a, an indie, like an indie city builder type game. I'm gonna t- hazard a guess here. Does it have anything to do with an island by any chance? Yeah, I I, I don't know how you um managed Northern to. Northern or uh, did he deduce that just like with the word? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> So it's uh, it's it's quite minimalist, but it's quite colourful and um, very 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 pretty, and it, it seems to be quite abstracted. So it's not like Sim City or anything. You just sort of like build like on your little island, and I think you gain points by um, and and progress to like, other islands, and you work your way around and stuff. Um, but I'm going to give that a whirl as well. Um, what else have we done? That might be it. You've been playing Destiny, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Playing um, playing J- jumping in there a, a couple of hours every now and again. Um, I am at that point in death. What's your power? Which it's, it's the grind. I'm at the grind now, Dave. Okay, you're at the hard. And the nine fifty is the uh, just is your just shy. Nine nine four two. I think I'm at. Yeah, it's hard now. It's hard. So it's yeah. I'm not I'm not progressing as as fast as I used to, and yeah. So I've I've hit that point where everything's a slog. Yeah. So. But I've still got lots of the story to play through. Oh yeah, that's, so, that's so, fine. so that should be fun. And I think the, there was um, uh, what else did we play? Start, we played the Blackout Club again the other day, didn't uh, we? Oh, yeah. with, with, with Hat and Bloody, that was quite that's well, quite a, a fun bit. little a fun little Never interesting game. Quite 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 unique. Um, I don't think I've ever played a game quite like it. Yeah, it's um, you're a group of kids who all the uh, all the adults in your little town have been like possessed or taken over by something that's just like called what's it, I forgot what it's called uh, the shape the shape that's it and you can only see it by closing your eyes so there's a button that you close your eyes and you can't see anything but you can see like this glowing shape that will come for you and you've got to do different missions and it's all like the mission the town's the same but the missions are randomly generated okay and you so, imagine, so imagine you like you, you group of kids in a clubhouse. You've got a secret clubhouse, um, and you're just trying to work out what the hell's going on in your town because all the adults are out their minds. We can, and it's not like it's not aliens, is it? It's like yeah. some weird, some weird occult type thing. Yeah. Um, 
but it, but it's all co-op, so you all just play as kids. It's like got sneak, yeah, you've got to sneak around, not be spotted by the adults. Um, if you if cause you get... too much trouble or make a presence of yourself too much, the the shape, which it's like just like a supernatural entity, devil type thing, comes to get you, and you can't see it; it's invisible. So, like Hart said, you can only see it if you close your eyes. So you've got to run around, try and avoid it, complete your missions, escape. It's actually really good fun. Yeah. If you um, close your eyes, how can you see the monitor? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it, it's augmented. It's, it's interactive. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> excellent. And uh, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, apart from Blackout Club, uh, a couple of the lads of the Discord and myself decided to channel our autism and uh, do a start a multiplayer game of Factorium. All oh, right, okay, that, has... that can be a life suck. I've heard. It, it has. has been. It has been. It's all we've done this week. I think we're on our third world because we started normal and it was too easy. So we decided to put everything up to max and just ran out of resources, just surrounded by the bugs and then died. And now oh, we've, yeah. got, we've actually got a balance where, you know, everything, it's challenging and there's lots of stuff trying to kill us, but we can actually expand if we, uh, if we put some effort into it. So that's good. And that's been going well. Does the co-op work? Uh, does it work well? Has it always been co-op, or is it is it a new thing to be able to do co-op on that game? Um, I think it. Uh, well, me and it's Bloody always been only, there. Yeah, oh, me it? and okay. Bloody only bought the game yeah. last weekend. I think so. We've kind of just been learning how to do everything, and that. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've got the. I'm, the, I'm currently running the server right now for them to <laughs> while we're doing the podcast because <laughs> they still want to keep going on. It's that addictive. Yeah, I've heard stories of it destroying LAN weekends because it's oh, the only game everybody played or something. So yeah, very popular. <laughs> I think we've ever played it at our LAN weekend. No, no, it's not. We don't really play games, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the best LAN. You don't we have a special, special type of LAN. Yes, a drinking <laughs> LAN. Uh, it is really good, listeners. Honest. Uh, right. What have so, you been playing then, Dave? I uh, I kind Other of Destiny. Well, yeah, I kind of gave up on Destiny a little bit. I've, I've been grinding something called Randy's Throwing Knife, which is yeah. a stat it's rifle. Really yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not actually a throwing knife. But yeah, so it's it's a high RPM scout rifle, which is requires you to get um, a lot of kills in PvP with scout rifles. And the current meta doesn't lend itself towards scout rifles, so it's a, it's a bit rubbish in terms of a challenge. But I've been trying to get that. And um, I've also been playing the new Call of Duty quite a lot with Ricardo and Dan and Androcles. So we've been rolling around doing that. And obviously it's real mixed results. Every game's different. So, um, But I'm level 55 on that now, which is quite good. Was it everything, everything unlocked? you wanted it to be? Um, I think it actually was, really. It, it, I definitely wanted them to take that old experience from... What year would it have been? 2007? I can't remember what year it was when... Modern Warfare, the first one came out. 2004, I think. Maybe. Oh, okay. Whatever that was, right? That that kind of feel of, okay, I'm using modern weaponry, which is fun, rather than trying to do a World War II remake or something. And I've got a great PvP experience um, with all those weapons and the grind of releasing those weapons over a period of time. They've done a good job there. And, you know, the biggest pinnacle to achieve seems to be the the skins on the guns. So you, you can level your guns up as well as your players. Um, so my character level is one thing and it's similar to destiny where they've got the artifact in destiny that allows you to carry your level higher than the max level of the game but it's Uh. only limited to that season they've got the same thing in call of duty where you've got a season rank 
So I think everything above, over and above a certain number is like removed, and then you get that grind again next season if you want to do it again. So a bit like prestiging, but not quite. But yeah, so I've only really been playing those two. I've been helping out other people in Destiny, and I've been playing, I've been playing Call of Duty. Every time I've got some time, I've been logging in. I tried to do Outer Worlds. I've got that as part yep. of my Xbox Game Pass. Yep. I'm probably about five or six hours in. And it's just um, it's not really holding me. Um, I found myself skipping dialogue, at, you know, with NPCs, and I thought, oh, at this point, if I'm if I don't care about the storyline, there's something wrong, really, because um, it's story based, isn't it? So, I leveled my character up a hundred percent into like uh, melee combat and my dodge and block. So I was trying to build like a real sword and shield style build, but. Um, yeah, it's very similar to Fallout, though. Really similar. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I, I would have expected that as well. There's nothing wrong with that, because they're ex-Fallout-type yeah. people. Because, yeah, it's Obsidian, isn't it? Yeah. The original and, but, devs. You know, there isn't really a lot of new stuff there. Mm. <laughs> you know, you've got the time dilation thing the same, and, you know, all the stats are very similar, you know, what you're boosting. It, if anything, it's a simplified skill tree um, compared to Fallout. So you've actually got less choices, really. Um, but it's it's perfectly good. Nothing that wrong with it or anything. Um, Fair enough. I just, I'm just. It probably wasn't quite giving me the um, uh, the, the combat rewards that I wanted from moment to moment. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that's okay. It's, it's a different type of game. I, I know it's been had mixed reviews. So you know. has it? I won't. I've already seen like good things about. Yeah, I've seen people saying that it kind of like um, a couple of different YouTubers and some other people that have played it for longer have, have sort of said, oh, the storyline is lacking once you've been playing the game for a while. That's the things I've, I've seen. I've not got far enough into it to prove that, but that's what I've been. By all means, check it out, though. It's not, I mean, I think yeah. for, for what I got it for, which is Xbox Game Pass, which is a couple of quid mm. a month. It's very good value. <laughs> and if you're so. a Nitro Discord su- subscriber, you've just got three months of Game Pass as well. Yeah, Robert? there you go. Oh, yeah. so that's yep. really good. So does that mean I can play it? Or is that yep. a thing gone? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can, can't you? Uh, you will be able to, yeah. Anything on Game Pass you can play. Yeah, so it's it's the Xbox one, but it, it's the same as the Microsoft Game Pass, isn't it? It's the same. Is it the same pass? Um, I think they call it Xbox Game Pass Beta. <laughs> But I don't know what that if that means. I'm sure it's the same login, and you're just choosing to download it on PC rather than downloading it on um, on Xbox. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like a pound. A, it's a pound a month at the minute. Yeah, so cheap. So yeah. So and if you want it to play, yeah. See, I was just going to wait for it to come to Steam and grab it then. Well, yeah. I may as well get it. I mean, if I've got it for tre- free. Yeah, you've got it for free now. Yeah. There's lots of other good games on that Game Pass as well. So there's also Halo's coming to that Game Pass as well, which is something yeah. that announced. Uh, that's quite recent news. So it's going to be Halo Reach around first. <laughs> um, that's the one that's coming to Game Pass in a just a, well, not a few days' time, I think. Uh, a couple, couple of weeks, isn't it? I think it's start start December. Or is it coming yeah. out? Is it coming out on the Game Pass before it's coming out on Steam? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. I know, it's oh, nice December to see that 3rd. that's. Is it December third? Is it? Yeah, oh, I don't know if that's the same time as on Steam, but it's December third on Game uh, Pass. Yeah, they released all that today. You, you can. Um, when does it say? Oh, it just says coming soon. But yeah, I think it's about the same time. It's nice that that's um, 
on Steam as well. That's only thirty quid, and you yeah, get like a lot what, of content six, for thirty quid. Yeah, like <laughs> six, seven games for thirty quid. That's yeah, fantastic. and they've got some nice because I've got this on Xbox because it's already out on Xbox, and um, they've got a really nice combined PvP. So if you load into the PvP from the dashboard, you get to choose between a whole mixture of maps. So you could have a playlist where you don't know which which map you're going to get from all the titles, or ah. you can focus into playlists that are just Halo 2 maps, or etc. This is really nice. Um, That's feature, pretty cool. The way they can mix it up like that. It's obviously all based on the same engine. So, yeah, it works really well. And it also means you haven't got the player base really um, segregated out, which means you could have problems with not enough people potentially being around for just like a specialist playlist, maybe, if they were just doing Halo reach playlist for pvp no one would be in there or whatever so yeah it should be good should be good um i'm looking forward to halo playing it again it'll be a nice little christmas thing to do i think especially with all the pc people that i've never played it with That'd yeah be good to go back to it. it would be a lot of fun the the it used to i mean the original one was out on pc wasn't it <laughs> i remember playing that through on pc as yeah, well yeah that was out. my first experience of halo then i went to uh... 360 um when i was in secondary school and played the third one there but it just shooting on a on a controller just doesn't feel right when you've like spent most of your time shooting on a keyboard and mouse oh sure yeah yeah yeah. i get that so i could never really get into it uh so getting into our gaming news uh what is going on with Overwatch 2. Last podcast, which was only a couple of weeks ago, see how we're on this, racking on this shit. Right, so two weeks ago, we were live while our man in Japan, who wasn't in Japan at all, was giving us live updates on um, <laughs> in BlizzCon. And I can barely remember the end of the podcast, but we, 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 we found out that it was coming out with these bits and pieces, and then they made some announcements. So um, we've got a new game. It's called Overwatch 2. Electric Boogaloo. It's got. They really, they really tried hard on the name. Um, it's got a new game mode. It's got four new maps, and it's got PVE. PVE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I watched the trailer for it that they released, and it made me cry. It was lovely. It was so good. Oh, good, a good cry. That's, that's. It was, you know, like in a nice way. Yeah, I was just like, it was so. Um, it was just a lovely, honourable moment. I think honour office always makes me cry in things. But yeah, like when the. The gorilla dude was like, no, you go, I'll stay and defend you. I was like, no, he's going to die. It's very fucking Iron Giant, giant E, isn't it? It was. It was you like, go, I oh, stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very much like that. Is he called Winston? Is he called, what's he Winston, called? Yeah, Harambe. Winston, that's him, yeah. <laughs> Blue Harambe. Um, <laughs> Blue Harambe. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, uh, one of the biggest... Um, Overwatch players in our community is Nightfire, so it's great that he's on the podcast to comment on this. So, what's your feedback? Did you just assume my game of uh, game choice. <laughs> um, uh, we are game flexible in this podcast. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but you are you do play a lot of Overwatch, right? Or have done? I mean, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you're not good, but you play a lot of it. Yeah, is what I'm trying. <laughs> like. It. Yeah, but what's what's your what's your kind of like take on this being a passionate Overwatch fanboy? Um, <laughs> you got put me on the spot now. <laughs> uh, honestly, I really like the idea. I, I, if if anything, like, and the more I think about it, Blizzard rushed this announcement. Okay, they they really did. Do you know uh, why they did that? 
Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, I don't want to say it's about Hong Kong, but it's about Hong Kong. But I, I, the, my reasoning is because, like, when they went to discuss, you know, more details about the game, um, what the content they had to show was was kind of okay. But uh, more or less, what people were playing, they said, "Yeah, this this is very unfinished." You know, the the textures were flickering apparently and it, it was pretty choppy in the frame rate department which is fine you know early days but uh when they were actually asked when the game was going to be coming out they basically just shrugged their shoulders like not even blizzard knows when this game's coming out and yeah. also i i don't even think they really know what else they're going to be putting into the game because they've decided well we don't want to alienate the people that are playing the first game um but also we want people to play the second game so they're trying to mix match the two and they they haven't really found the sweet spot yet of you know why people should buy overwatch 2 besides the the pve story mode that they're rolling out and I suppose so, I, I've got a little theory about it. Oh, that's a hat. That's a hat theory. See, I reckon that a lot of the stuff that they've announced for Overwatch Two was just going to be a big update for Overwatch, kind of like how Man and Machine was a big update for like Team Fortress, where they brought PVE into that, something similar like that. And then all the controversy came out, and they've went, "Oh shit, we need something to tie it over." So they announced it, and all the stuff. So like some of the new heroes a PvE game mode, the talent system. That's just kind of... Instead of putting it out as a big update, little bit by bit, the kind of like putting everything into a new game to kind of go, look, we... Don't look at Hong Kong, don't look at China, here's a new game. We've totally been working on this for ages. I, I think they needed a new game anyway. You know. Yeah, you could tell like with, with how repetitive the events were getting and uh, all the, the new heroes and well, mostly the new heroes, all that was doing is just making the meta even more obscure to the point where, like, the game is just making heroes obsolete. So, while I don't expect Overwatch 2 to really fix most of that, it's nice to be able to have more of a game to play, if that makes sense. You've got more options now, at least. I mean, if, if Overwatch 1 players can play with Overwatch 2 players which is what they're saying, on Overwatch 1 maps, then it can't be a new engine or anything drastically yeah. improved. That's well, why I think that it's just the bundle or the updates it. If the kind of, say, if it's cross-play between two games, is it really a different game? Or could they have put all the stuff they're putting in to the Overwatch 2, oh. just updated Overwatch 1 with it? Well, they probably could have done, but, you know, they get to make a bazillion quid now. Yeah. I, mean, I do have to wonder how they're going to monetize this one. Because um, they, they, I, I did pick up that they didn't mention anything about loot boxes. In, yeah, in the they won't game. want to, will they? Yeah, like they, they, they mentioned that all your sort of like spray skins, what have you, will be carried over into the second game, which I do think is a good idea. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't actually say how to obtain any new skins. So, you know... Uh, are we going to be seeing another loot box system or due to the controversy that's been sprawling about a lot recently, are they going to ditch it and go for something we've, else or what? We've not really discussed loot boxes on this podcast. No, never. Never <laughs> talked about it. It's not something that well, we're very invested in. Well, it's worth <laughs> thinking about at the very least, I think. <laughs> no, the, um, I think the thing is here, you look at what 
you've got in other games, which is just a normal storefront. You see the item, it's got a number by it, you buy that. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll just be as simple as that. You want it, you buy it. You don't want it. There's not a lottery. It's not a random chance. I think they'll just create a store. Because they, they know they've got the player base. They know they've got the numbers. So if you've got enough eyeballs looking at something, you're just going to get sales anyway. So you don't have to kind of put things behind a, a hidden, uh, I need to buy five loot boxes to get the one item I want kind of system. I think there'll be enough people playing it, and it's a successful enough game. And it seems to have maintained its success. It, ha- it hasn't really drifted away, has it? It's done very well. Yeah, I mean, there's still quite a few people that play it, and I do know yeah. that the recent update to Overwatch that added the horrible two-two-two roll cube log thing uh, yeah. has brought a lot of people back. I'm not that big of a fan of it, but neither am I. Yeah, I think the uh, it's one of the best lasting games in our community in this Discord because it's probably been since we even started this Discord. It's probably been one of the main games that everybody jumps into at least a good portion of the community jumps into on a friday or any time of the week whatever but it's it's nice to have seen a game last the test of time more than anything like you know battlefield has or any other kind of game yeah it's nice that it is just a relatively easy game to sort of just pick up and play again granted obviously it can be a little bit overwhelming at times with uh new heroes and maps and you know character changes that makes like your mains either better or worse yeah but sure all, all in all it's it's yeah it's, i've certainly played it a lot more than i was expecting to and i I do expect the, the second game to do quite well although i am waiting to see you know what else it's going to have over the first game to basically entice you to get it besides this pve mode also the price tag yeah, I do. I do have to wonder about that. Are, are they going to are they going to charge full price for? I'm hoping to see it below thirty quid. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, I think I bought the last one for twenty nine ninety five in two thousand sixteen when it came out, and I haven't spent a penny on it ever really. Maybe I bought some loot boxes once at the very beginning, but um, it's been good good value for money. Well, I'm, personally, I think it's a positive. So you know. A class-based shooter is a nice difference between a lot of other shooty games, so it's nice to have that. Looking yeah, forward to it. it I, like I said, uh, the, the the story mode in it is, is definitely rather enticing because uh, if, if there's one thing that Overwatch definitely needed is you know some actual game tool, this lore that they've been trying to build up around it. You know, like any other Blizzard game, that's got this these wacky yeah. great big stories like Diablo and World of Warcraft is an obvious one. But, you know, none of the story was actually, like, a playable thing within Overwatch. So it's nice that, you know, that they're actually going to be changing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all good. All good. Uh, well, I mean, no great fanfare, but just generally excited. Bubbling over yeah. with, you know, a little bit of a burble. A babbling brook of Overwatch excitement. Uh, <laughs> what Generally, like, Blizzard, as we're lo- looking back now, it's been you know, a week or so since BlizzCon. Is there anything that stands out, you know, from that event that we can remember that is is worth mentioning? I mean, I know there's quite a lot of Diablo chat about BlizzCon. Isn't Diablo in a similar sort of thing of they've announced it, but the... There's no release date, don't know when it's going to be. Yeah, they've got no idea, which seems to be... They've probably been working on... They had a bit of footage, which that was probably because they've been working on it since Immortal. They got such a bad rep from Immortal. 
Yeah, I, I couldn't help but notice that Diablo Immortal did not rear its yeah. head at all at BlizzCon. <laughs> Can't imagine why. It's it's funny that a huge company like Blizzard and Activision, you know, they're they're probably some of the most influential people in in our industry. They it it was a bit I, of a lackluster event, wasn't it? Really, Blizzard's got a lot of good faith because they were sort of this big revolutionary company back in the day. But I think today it's I don't I don't know. I think the the kind of they do well mostly on that good faith. And yeah, on their past yeah. achievements, I don't think. I, I think. Re- I think at this point they've probably cashed a lot of that in, haven't they? Yeah, they, I, they, I, they've not got much of that good faith left to spend. I don't well, really view Blizzard me. as. But Diablo this Four, big. we don't know when. Overwatch Two, we don't really know when. World of Warcraft, no. Shadowlands, is that a big announcement? Uh, there was that, but I don't think so much came from it or part of its existence. The, the there was a cinematic, so you know the way. So we know the way the story's progressing. Um, but I was thoroughly whelmed. Yeah. Now, like this, um, I'm probably not going to play it to be honest. Multiplayer Hearthstone is that? I mean, all Hearthstone these are just, Battle Royale. They're just things that they're either franchises we already know about, and it's not really a big surprise, like Overwatch Two or Diablo 4, and even then when they are announced, there's no real details and we don't know when they're going to be. It just, it, felt, it just felt a bit meh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what really doesn't <laughs> help not the as well is that they've, they've basically gone dark now. Like We're not going to hear anything about Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4 until, I don't know, probably the next BlizzCon. Because I don't think these two games are coming out next year. No. Nah. Nah. I think they'll... I see. I think it was just sort of announcements to kind of, like, oh, we've got nothing to announce at BlizzCon. We've had all of this like bad press that's going on. We need like to fix stuff and like get some good face. So they went Overwatch Two, Diablo Four. It's what people have been wanting, but they've announced them with very little to kind of go on. Very little done of them. Like mm. I say, we've got a cinematic trailer for Overwatch. I mean, cinematic trailers. <laughs> That it got now to do with gameplay. Like rivaling Square Enix in mainly focusing on cinematic trailers more than anything. Yeah, it's like, they okay, spend more time just... in these cinematic trailers than they probably do actually making the games. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we need more gameplay. We had a little bit of Diablo, but sort of, is that very early access stuff? Is that a working game engine, or is it the sort of thing similar to how Colonial Marines had working gameplay? In their tri- yeah. in their like E3 I, I actually, trailers, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I actually found it kind of difficult to be excited for Diablo Four because when they were running through these classes, I was just like, I don't really want to play as any of these yeah. characters. If I'm gonna be brutally honest, like the game looks great, yeah, but uh, you know these classes you're showing me, I'm not particularly keen on. So at, at at this point in time, I'm finding it hard to be excited for this game, especially since I don't even know when to expect it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yes. So there's a game. It's coming sometime. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. There will be this game eventually, possibly soon. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on. Moving on, listeners. Moving on. So we've got, and I, you know, this hasn't happened before. We've got a Pokemon segment in the podcast. Wow. I know, right? It's the Pokemons. The Pokemon is here. Sword and Shield. Gotta now, catch them all, except you fucking can't. Not in this new one. See, gotta I'm catch gonna... roughly half of them. Not even that. <laughs> Is it even worse? 
Yeah, okay. barely Damn. scraping 400 now. What platform is this available to play on? This is on the Nintendo Switch. Okay, and yeah. uh, how much is it? Uh, the, the full low, low price of £50. Oh my god! That's I a know. lot of money! It really Jesus. is. That's about I paid, Switch games. I paid less awesome. for Luigi's Mansion, it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so give us the lowdown and the Nightfire, what's the crack? Oh god, where do I even begin? Okay, I don't, I don't want to spend the whole time just tearing into it because. You've got nine at, minutes. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, the, <laughs> it is okay. The game is okay. That's pretty much what it's been summed up as. But the big argument that everyone's making, it could have been so much more. Uh -huh. You look at all these other sort of like Switch debut games, you know, like uh, Legend of Zelda is probably the biggest one. I mean, look at what they did with that compared to past Zelda games. And then you, uh, you, you look at uh, Pokemon and it's basically just a... a an updated port of a 3DS game, more than anything. Uh, haven't people like substantially confirmed that that's exactly what it is? It's the, <laughs> same, yeah, it's yeah. the same. It's the same models and the same textures and the same. And it's yeah. And it's like, how pretty is Breath of the Wild? Like, what if you just did that? Oh yeah. But Pokemon. Breath yeah. of the Wild Two was announced this week as well. Well, a little bit longer than this week. But... No, announced. It was just announced. Like, yeah, I saw a post yeah. about it. But yeah, like as in, it's definitely coming, which is good news. Oh, yeah. No surprises. But anyway, sorry, Pokemon. Yeah, it's just another one of these situations where they're just cutting out content, but they're not really showing, you know, what they've done as a result of the the, the cutting back on content. Because, you, you know, you, you on one hand, you could say, okay, so we're cutting out all these Pokemon. You, you'd like to think that they're making room, you know, for some really cool stuff, you know, maybe updating some, some of the stuff. But there's not. It's just, they're like they've just removed all this stuff, and you're not seeing the fruits of the labor. If you if you catch me drift, <laughs> uh, yeah, because they made uh, the initial argument that they were um, cutting it out so they could spend more time on animations and graphics or something, didn't they? But then the and animation like, well, is like, well, awful. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. hmm, well, that was a fucking lie. Apparently, there is a bug. I've, this is like from an article from a day. There is a bug. On the all in the game, um, with the auto saves that apparently can corrupt the whole micro SD card. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just, apparently some people have um <laughs> have as in, uh, as in yeah. the memory card yes, within the, your switch within the switch. It's like fucking up the whole so, memory so, card. <laughs> so not the game cartridge, your actual no. memory. Yes, so it fucks up every game you've got. Yes, on. the whole thing. It just apparently it needs to be formatted. Well, I, hope, I hope you didn't want to keep your progress of Breath of the Wild. You know, about wow. completing all the shrines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. So, uh, just reading some of our notes here. It's a uh, low quality, doesn't look great. It's locked at 30 FPS. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's usually been most Switch games, but I think the, the biggest even issue... Even in docked with... mode, if you dock it, is it the same? As yeah. If okay. Well, I think the biggest issue, as far as Pokemon's con concerned, is that there are quite a few frame rate drops as well. Okay. Which, you know, it's... Come on. <laughs> there's, it's a shorter really game. Much. Why is it a shorter game? Uh, I'll, I'll admit, like th th this is the part I'm not too sure on, but there was this whole situation where, like, 
you know, there was this article saying, you know, there was going to be 18 gyms, which is sort of like your main quote-unquote yep. progression in the game. Um, in order to progress, you collect these gym badges. Now, this this article came out saying, you know, there was going to be like 18 or whatever gyms uh, based on this interview that they had with Game Freak. And then they, they quickly came up and said, well, actually, that's not entirely true. There's only eight gyms that you play, but law-wise, there's 18. So you only uh, actually play eight of the gyms. You know, they've got pressing. 10 more gyms to sell to you in expansion packs. Exactly. Yeah. Apparently there's less moves as well. Yeah, a lot of moves have been removed. Um, and their argument for this is for the competitive <laughs> scene of Pokemon. Like, apparently they've been focusing more on the competitive side of Pokemon. Where oh, let me just Google competitive Pokemon and like, see what that comes up. Yeah. All the games to chase <laughs> esports with Pokemon. I mean, you joke, you're joking, hat, but seriously, Dave's googling it now. There is a massive fucking international yeah, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I imagine there is, but like it, the moves mostly weeds. But I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners, for my naivety and the Pokemon. <laughs> scene. Like Nightfires, has the move set ever been a problem in the uh, previous ones that affected? Or is it just an excuse they're using because they can't be asked to animate all the moves? I, I feel like it is mostly just an excuse, although I, I wouldn't doubt that there's some diehard Pokemon fan that would immediately be like, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> double, double like, team is fucking broken. <laughs> or whatever Pokemon move they decide And what percentage of your player base, or people that buy the game, are going to go, I'm going to get into competitive, like ranked Pokemon? Well, so, exactly. so, so isn't isn't part of the argument or a part of the excuse that people think that there are people? One of the reasons people think that Game Freak are lying about it is that they actually moved lots of developers and stuff away from Pokemon onto Little Town Hero. Yeah, is that, is, is that something you've heard as well? Yeah, that's like one of the biggest. Um... I'm gonna keep the word conspiracy because it's really fucking funny. But uh... yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the fact that. Um... Game Freak decided to work on something else and obviously they're known for Pokemon and it, regardless of what it is they're making, it's never going to do as well as Pokemon. So it amazes me that they had development staff like at all working on this game that was never going to do well regardless uh, you know, in favour of Pokemon. And a side of me does wonder that if this little town hero didn't exist, maybe Sword and Shield might have been a little better. Mm. It's, just, it's just something I, I, do, I do have to wonder about but Little Town Hero was definitely a massive disappointment and I think that was quite a big blow to Game Freak um, have, you, have, you, have you played it? What, Little Town Hero? Yeah Um, No <laughs> but uh, I can definitely say there's no reason to play it <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean, I'll take that as well. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Would, would you recommend that anyone buys Pokemon Sword or and Shield um, for, any, for fifty honestly, quid? Honestly, I definitely not for fifty quid. No, maybe if it's in the the sin bin, which it never will be because it's Pokemon. But um, and they fix the whole corrupt whole micro SD book. Yeah, you'd like to think yeah. they can get on that as soon as possible. But. Mm. Uh, the thing is, like I say, it is an okay game, and I feel like if you're playing it 
as someone who doesn't really play much of Pokemon at all, you would probably enjoy it a little bit more than an avid fan of Pokemon, because all the stuff that they've cut out from the previous games, you wouldn't have been aware of anyway. So <laughs> really, if anything, you'd probably enjoy it more as a, a new person. to the. So for a new generation of Pokemon fans. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like that's mainly Game Freak's business tack, is that like screw the actual fan base we're more interested in bringing you know new money and easy in. sales new money yeah yeah basically that's, that's a shame it, it really is because i'm gonna be honest I, I don't mind pokemon really it's it's quite a fun chill game and i certainly don't play it for competitive reasons uh which is what annoys me when developers decide to pander for a particular yeah. audience like is like okay but what where does that leave me <laughs> You know, I, I'm not interested in the competitive scene at all. So, uh, how many? Uh, if you were giving it teapot shots out of ten, how many would it get? Um, I'd probably have to give five. It's not terrible, but it's not amazing. It's just average, mediocre. Been invented our new rating system. How many teapot shots out of ten? If it was <laughs> half the price. Yeah, if it's twenty-five quid. <laughs> would that? Much, yeah. Yeah. Would that change your mind? <sighs> Maybe it's definitely not worth the the fifty pounds price tag. Definitely not. Mm. It's always felt like Nintendo have got this captive audience where their game pricing doesn't have to be um, uh, held up against other industries. Like yeah. you know, I don't know how they get away with it, but like compared to PC prices, consoles are more expensive mostly than PC games of the equivalent same game on PC is normally cheaper. But Nintendo yeah. seems to be this other level again. They're even more expensive than your Xbox or PlayStation equivalents. You you could argue they're sort of like the Apple of the the console industry in a way. Yeah, sure. In, in the uh, sense that, like, you're, part of the money, I feel like you're you're paying for the brand. without the amazing industrial design, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Because it's an Apple fan. <laughs> <laughs> Only for comical reasons, but yes, I've got an iPhone. I've <laughs> <laughs> got an iPhone and an iPad. And it's a, got, and I don't have an iPad. I bought one for Sarah. It's very good. Um, Are you game on a MacBook Pro? I did. I played Eve on a MacBook Pro. Eve Online for oh. about three years. We need to no, go on your fucking Apple, obviously. <laughs> How many shots does... Uh... <laughs> Does that deserve? How many yeah. shots does Dave have to do? For Man, that's that, that's at least three. Yeah. Just I'll do three. my shots in Bath on the night out, guys. That's fine. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do you so can, many anyway. You can do that's them in a posh restaurant on the first night if you want. Yeah, okay. That, that'll be expensive for you. Nightfire, are you uh, planning to not fall down any stairs this time in, in Bath on your night out? Uh, I'm not going to grace that question with an answer. <laughs> we can draw our own conclusions. Yeah. <laughs> and is Narwhal going to last more than an hour before he has to go home as an ill little boy, do you think? <laughs> it's such a little bit. He's not, here. He's not here to defend himself, so we say, yeah, maybe he will. No, the, the excuse is, it was because he didn't eat or something. I didn't have any food. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's fine. Uh, looking forward to it. Like, maybe like a hungover hat. With eating, yeah, just consume every every alcohol and food in the world just to try and get you pulled around so you can drink more. In twenty eighteen, if I drink more, I can drink more. <laughs> yes, yes. 
in, in 2018, we had a, like an Outland night out in Leeds and we hit it really hard on the Friday. We had lots of things planned for the Saturday, but we hit it really hard on the Friday. Yeah. And, um, and like, we decided to try and like heal ourselves to try go out for some food. And everyone was sort of in this restaurant in Leeds trying to have some food in their bellies for breakfast, stroke brunch. And like I couldn't finish my meal and someone else couldn't finish their meal because they're feeling a bit sick and a bit worse for wear. And Hat's just there just mopping up everything. I put it on my plate. I'll take it. Hoovering it down. Shaking food into his gullet. Like some sort of like hey, pelican on an Amber movie. And by, just... the, by the end of that, I was ready to drink and I was like, let's yeah. go out for drinks. And all you was like, I'm going to play a magic. Uh, I'm still so feeling I'm... really ashen. I can't face the world yet. Sunglasses. But uh, yeah, he was healed from that. That was incredible e- feasting. That was that was amazing. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you don't know, listeners, uh, we are going out and meeting up in Bath on January fourth. Probably meet up uh, early afternoon in a bar somewhere in the town, and then play some pool and walk around, go to another few bars, do some shots, do some drinking, end up in a club, do some silly dancing, and go home via a kebab shop. That's probably the plan. Or if you may wander around the city looking for somewhere that sells noodles for four hours and then move to the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Were yeah. you successful? No. Oh. <laughs> I was mostly taking that long because, like I said, I forgot where the hotel was. So I walked in a circle around Leeds until I recognized one of the bars. And then I was like, aha, I know where I am now. Uh... <laughs> Oh dear. We've got a uh, we've got a Discord room with all the details in called Bath Alt Meetup if you want to check out where we are and what we're doing. Have a look in there. Um, Even if it's just coming along for the uh, posh meal on the Friday. Yeah, there's a few of us to meet up on Friday. We're going to I can't remember the name of the restaurant now, but it's a Marco Pierre White um working with another French guy and they've produced this new restaurant and it's the first one in the UK. Um, and normally the first ones of things are quite good until they dilute them and spread them across the UK in some sort of homogenised franchise that you don't want to visit. But right now, <laughs> this version of it, this will be the good version that then they, you know, the cookie cutter mould is built upon. So, um, yeah. Physically, it's attached to the um, Abbey Hotel. Yeah. So we're um, eating in there on Friday and it'll probably be, well, with wine, it'll probably be about a £100 meal. I don't know. But um, hey, that's good for about eight of us, isn't it? Yeah, per person. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's Friday. No, that's not. You don't have to come to that, but you're very welcome. But yeah, on Saturday's the main event. So yeah, where we walk around Bath and enjoy its delights. But um, yes, um, that's January 4th. Uh, we've got nothing else planned, really, from events-wise. Obviously, it's Christmas and New Year, so everyone's doing their thing. Um, don't know what we're going to be playing over Christmas. Has anyone got any like games they've been saving for Christmas? Um, not really. Um, Hats just had to mute himself there because that was his dad knocking on his bedroom door or something. I think <laughs> he has to knock now. He came in that time when he was wearing the there gas was that mask one time where he didn't know. So there's rules. They've, they've, they've agreed an etiquette. Yeah, there was a gas mask. There was only pants. There's some, some sort of roadkill. I don't want to know. Um, there was. There may also have been a Waffen SS hat somewhere. Uh, we, so I've heard tales, but I don't know how many of them are true and what are urban legends. Bloody anyway, on point... Skype. Yeah, so, so um, Halo's coming out at the start, isn't it? Yeah. At the start of December. So I'll have whatever comes out of the Master Chief collection, I suppose. I'll have Halo Reach to play through there. 
um, which I'm quite looking forward to. That will tide me it's over. Four player co op on that campaign. That is even better to know. Um, which is really good. Definitely try and be I'll involved in that. I'm more of a fan of Halo 2, uh, but uh, me yeah, too. I'll give, I'll give Reach a go. Yeah, well, <laughs> Reach, is, Reach is one I've not actually played. Uh, Dave, I know you're laughing about other things there. <laughs> <laughs> it was the word Reach, wasn't it? Very mature, Dave. Very mature. <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's lots of other games that, uh, that I've got on my list that I want to play that I've not got around to. And at Christmas, I'll probably end up chilling quite a lot, not being online as much. I've got Subnautica that I want to try at some point. Um, That's great. Really good fun. Yeah, so I've got to pick that up. I want to play more of Hollow Knight. Um, so uh, stuff I can pick up. That's nice. How, oh. Have you got anything in the, on the shelf that you I, I got I, a week off oh. work? Reach into my box of tricks. Uh, more Factorium, but I'll probably actually get around to playing Pillars of Eternity because I did the tutorial for that, and then we're like, let's play a Factorium, and then I've not touched it. So I'll probably just sink my teeth into the Pillar games and Pathfinder and just a bunch of like those, that sort of RPGs. I'm off. How about you, Nightfire? Are you looking forward to things like in, in December for some time off work? Uh, funny enough, I actually did book off a week um, in December, but I have no idea how I'm going to spend my time. Well, I just have a look around on Steam. Well, it's in my library already. Can't say there's anything coming out that I particularly want, honestly. That's strange for like this is gaming season now, isn't it? You know, and it, it doesn't feel quite so full of titles as it has in previous years. Yeah, there's yeah. not. There's nothing other other than the Master Chief Collection. I don't think there's anything coming out in the relatively near future that's grabbing me. Um, no. which, which yeah, which is weird. It is weird. So. I feel like, well, especially this year, I'm moving more and more away from like big AAA games. Yeah, you know, I, I find De- definitely, I, definitely, I, I agree with you there. I, I, can't, I, can't, look I more... can't say I'm doing that because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm playing Destiny <laughs> Two and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So it's, <laughs> how triple yeah. do you want to get? It was, you know, horrible. But... Uh, I look at those and it'll be like, look at the price tag for them, and it's just like. Oh, is it really worth it? Or, you know, I can kind of spend like half that price and get a game that's got a bit more depth, I tend to find, yeah. even if it's like not as like, oh, graphically, look how pretty it is. It'll probably like, just as much ca- in yeah. depth gameplay. Yeah, yeah, if not more for yeah. like half the price. There's, and I'm just... there's so many games out there that like, I'll probably buy those big 40, 50 quid triple A's once or twice a year. Mm. That's it. Uh, Destiny 2, again, that was the last one. Uh, well, one. Is it Forsaken? Yeah, yeah that's it, the, that's the DLC. Forsaken, that was the probably last one. I think the only triple A's, putting Halo aside, it's probably Cyberpunk. Maybe yeah. Baldur's, Baldur's oh, Gate 3. I'll probably, I'll probably go for Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah, I forgot they're making a Baldur's Gate. Um, but that's, that's not before New Year, is it? So. No, no, they're all... I mean, I don't think there's anything out between now and New Year that... I'd like to finish the Kiro maybe over Christmas if I got some downtime. Yeah. I never yeah, got to the I, end of that. I gave Actually, up on that. that. I, I need to beat bloody Code Vein. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm the same. So it's just going back and finishing things that I never got done, I think, would be what yeah. I'd be doing. And playing Halo, I think, would be great. I'd love to get into some um, proper old-school PvP, like Rusty does when he plays CS all the time. But, um... <laughs> and Peggle. <laughs> yeah, and Peggle. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that! It's not Christmas, but it's just after. I probably okay. will be getting Dragon Ball Kakarot because What's I'm quite this? interested. 
Uh, it's like a Dragon Ball Z game, but it seems to be like an open world sort of story about Goku because everybody only wants to know about Goku. Well, I, I think it's like it's, I feel spiritual. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it is the dragon. Well, I mean, so does Rusty after uh, <laughs> last, <laughs> last, <laughs> in the in the Yamcha. <laughs> yes, pasta. <laughs> Yeah, it seems to be like an open world RPG, but it's uh, the Dragon Ball Z saga in game. Okay, uh, I know it seems to be up to sell from what I can see from the screenshots. So I'll be up. I, I thought they were doing that. boo as well. Uh, I, I just see a lot of sell here and the Ginyu Force. So um. uh, I, I hope <laughs> boo's in it because it, it makes no sense to go up to sell and then not like have the last arc in. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you heard there, but Archie was um, offering his opinion on that too. <laughs> Is he not that impressed? He's just, I don't know, he's just wandered into the room and started screaming at me. And so maybe he knows that's it's time to end the podcast, so <laughs> that's what he knows. But what, what he wants is probably outside. The type of scream that he did generally means, let me out, I need a shite. So... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one, one little bit of news going back to our uh, Overwatch Diablo Blizzard thing. Apparently, Diablo, the new Diablo game, will not be uh, not be playable offline. Ew. Ooh, that's interesting. Ooh, that's not great, is it? No. <laughs> so don't like that. I imagine they're using then some sort of cloud tech to Im- increase quality. Because uh, that's the I, same I, as I, Destiny uses that same technology you can't play that offline yeah there's, it's there's far too the many way. games now that you can't play yeah. like, they're using the excuse yeah. of that it's a large seamless connected world and that it's better yeah. with friends and there's pvp and trade sure. so it has to I'm be sure it always is, but online let me just fucking chill out and enjoy the game on my own with nobody yes. kissing the bell mm. and i don't need to worry about the game not working if my internet goes down mm. <laughs> like them sort of games, <laughs> like Diablo... On behalf just... of everyone with the shit internet, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> as he cuts well... out. So poetically timed, <laughs> that was. <laughs> uh, we also had yeah. uh, Star Wars Fallen Order on our list of things to discuss. But truth be told, it came out about 20 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, so we so... haven't got anything to really discuss about it. But um, it's got an horrendous price tag. I'm not paying 55 quid for eight hours. <laughs> no. I mean, what the no, fuck? It, yeah. I don't know how 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 long is it? Uh, oh, well, I don't know. The length. Has uh, it got replayability? Un- I unlikely. Know. I wouldn't have thought so. You only. I was just saying because like uh, at this point, it's like a game can be as long as you make it. Like a story. Yeah. Can be, like Call of Duty is a good example of that, isn't it? Like the stories are always about ten hours long, but people will like. I don't know, no, not, but there but more than quadruple that with the multiplayer. So, oh uh, yeah, way more. But yeah, what, but so... what's the point of me playing Fallen Order storyline over and over again? They're apparently twenty-two hours, twenty, uh, thirty. But that's all like from the shit reviews that can't actually play games like yeah, sure. Eurogamer, IGN, Gamespot. You know, the sort of the sort of journalists that can't even complete a tutorial. Do I love the Star Wars universe if it's done properly? Yes. yes. Do I like it when do I like it when there's a lot of money put into a title to make sure it looks amazing and cinematic? Yeah, of course I do. That would be great. So th- there's a lot going for it, but I still feel like 55 quid is just we can just get away with it for the Uber fans for the first week and then mm-hmm. it's a price. 
Yeah, probably weird for a sale, I'd say. I would, I would, I'd be interested to play that. That'd be a great game for me to play over Christmas. And what was the other one, Red Dead, as well? I'd like to play that. The new, uh, yeah, over Christmas. Yeah, make maybe. sure you got some hard drive space for that. Whew. Yeah, everything's that is, like that. Uh, now. Very costly. I'll just put I'll a build Pokemon my save on it. Put extra it'll it. <laughs> Sorry. I said I'll just put my Pokemon save on my hard drive. It'll clear it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, clear all the space. Yeah. Thinking that lazy bastard devs it what it is. When I was downloading um. <laughs> Welcome back. So I've got a legitimate complaint about this because because of my shit internet. Um, for my connection, guys, five hundred k about step per second. I just thought I'd jump. Half the fucking shit you're downloading is the high res texture packs. Like uh, they used to be an opt in, didn't they? But now they've just made them a default. I suppose a lot of games. It's like what? what it's like why, guys? Come on, come on, man. If they could fit Mario onto the size of that for me fucking thumbnail or whatever they did back then. And y'all are just come oh, on. Oh yeah, no, no, nobody's come close to Nintendo in terms of uh, making their games small, it, at least in file size. Yeah, everyone else, everyone just ah, oh, blow it to be fine. Everyone's got gigabit connections and fourteen terabytes. Not all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll probably what I'm suggesting here, guys, is we move Star Wars: Fallen Order to the next podcast at the end of the month. That sounds good. And uh, we can we got something to really reflect on it, you see. And we're at time now, anyway. We've been going for just over. Do we know minutes. anyone in the community that has so far acquired it that we could maybe? No, that's a great ask. question. If you've listened to this podcast, maybe you can come on next in a couple of weeks' time on the thirtieth or whatever it is in November, and like tell us all about it. So buy the game, Viv. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> He's not going to work in PC, has he? No, he hasn't. Uh, Viv. <laughs> Viv, get a new PC. As our only listener, right? A, just get, why haven't you got a computer? That's but B, right, you need to tell someone you know that has got a computer to buy the game and then join us on the podcast, if that's all right. And, and you're I, think the only one to apologize. I think we need to apologise to Viv as well because we're now at the end of the podcast-ish and this is the first shout-out. So oh, I know, isn't it terrible? That one listener. I'm sorry, Viv. I mean, we talked about you a lot in the last one. We so. could rename it to Viv's podcast, couldn't we? A Vivcast. <laughs> Vivacast. Hey. Um, Viv appreciation podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got um, a shadow access. So Ducado and myself have both got shadow accounts where you've got the, the like a gaming PC in the cloud. And you log in and the, comp- the computer runs on like some server somewhere in Denmark or France or something. And it's um, a remote access PC, basically. So uh, Deck gave him access to one of those. So I'm oh, hoping he's nice. going to get back online. They're pretty decent, like i7, 1080 Ti equivalent computers that you just log into and pay monthly for. So um, they're fine as long as you've got really good internet. I tried to do it, and I just couldn't make it work right. Is that wire still hanging on the on the post? Yeah, the wire is still hanging on the post. <laughs> I did... Oh, he has a broadband... Fibre update for you listeners. I know how excited you are about the future of my broadband connections and the start of my streaming career. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I, there was a man outside my house earlier this week. Not for any <laughs> naughty reason. <laughs> and he was hammering away. And I was like, But he was! And I went out in my dressing gown. And with a cup of coffee, I was standing there in my slippers, holding and looking up, looking at him, going, "Hello there." And I was, he was like, "Oh hi." I was like, "Are you connecting my fibre up?" He says, "Well, not quite, but I'm bringing it down to like ground level." And 
capping it off and everything. I was like, oh, that's good news. How long are we? He said, I should be about six weeks. So, Did yeah, you offer him weeks. a fucking coffee? No, no, he was a worker. He was working. <laughs> One of the um, peasant people. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like the, the worst spin-off of like confessions of a window clean. <laughs> but yeah, so six weeks, guys, and I might have gazillions of data. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I look thing. forward to Dave the Twitch stop. But I can do, I can be a Twitch mega. I can be Doctor Dave on Twitch. <laughs> How much for your premium Snapchat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is that just? Is that the only place I'm allowed to post ballback shots? Is that how it works? I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah Craig, Craig gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this week's podcast, guys. Thank you very much for joining me for number twenty. It's a momentous occasion. In the future, we'll look back at this and go, "Oh, do you remember the good old days when we we're only in double digits?" Um, yeah, it was lovely. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you to Ian and Nightfire. Thanks very much, guys, for coming out on your Friday nice. evening, giving up your time. And uh, thanks, Hat, for helping us and sorting out the, sh- the, sh- the show notes and everything. Always happy to help. Saw. Always happy to be here. Um, and we'll probably see you in a couple of weeks, somewhere around the end of November. And uh, remember, if you're not busy in May, do remember Altlan. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe that's quite important. Thanks, Ian, for being yeah. here. <laughs> Due diligence on that. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, just going down the list, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the next... <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about our, our meeting in Bath, and I forgot all about all that. Yeah, all well, that's in May. that's understandable, understandable. Yeah. yeah. Good, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so say goodbye, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Yay!